0: Welcome to Kingdom.think, where we we are reading the Bible in one year. And it doesn't really matter which year you're reading this in, it doesn't matter which podcast you pick up, it doesn't matter what year you start, it's forever. It's forever. And it's perspective. And it's just to follow along so that you can get little snippets and inspire you to go back to your Bible and read that same chapter. It's just my point of view of that particular chapter. In summary, and then hopefully you go on your own time and read your chapter and get inspired, get fed, get lift uplifted. So that's the point. Pick it up whenever you want. I say pick it up from the beginning because I love how it just develops and it builds on each other. Because otherwise, you'll read something at in the middle of nowhere. You won't really have context. And like like we're in Joshua right now, where it's just war after war after war. If you were to pick up the book of Joshua, you would say gosh the Bible is it's just really dark a lot of fighting and the the Israelites God's people gosh they're kind of bad really in context there it you see the story so that's what I suggest that you read from the beginning so that you understand I am here right now in um, acts 15 and because that's just where I have my Bible open. So we're going to do the New Testament first. So we have, um, Paul and Barnabas are still preaching. Where are they? They're in Antioch. You know, they're hanging out. Cause remember they had traveled around ministering, but then they came back to Antioch. So they're in Antioch and the council of Jerusalem. They're kind of a little irritated with, with Barnabas and, um, Paul, And they're trying to stump them. So they ask them, okay, so all these Gentiles are supposed to be saved. Well, then they'll need to be circumcised and to fulfill the, to keep the Moses law. Oh, that was a tough one. And this is what Paul said. Brothers, you know that some time ago, God made a choice among you that the Gentiles might hear from my lips, the message of the gospel and believe God who knows the heart showed that he accepted them by giving the Holy Spirit to them just as he did to us. He did not discriminate between us and them, for he purified their hearts by faith. He purified their hearts by faith. Now then, why do you try to test God by putting on the necks of Gentiles a yoke that neither we nor our ancestors have been able to bear? No, we believe it is through the grace of our Lord Jesus that we are saved just as they are so good. So that's what he told them, but that, that was okay. It was satisfactory, but yet they were still like, yeah, but they have to make some sort of sacrifice. So there was this little bit of a disagreement. So he says, okay, um, okay, here they're referencing. So the way that the disciples, um, prove their point or in, or, or inspire the the listeners, is they often reference what the listeners are so attached to, so um, have faith in. And that's the Mosaic law, David, the Psalms, that kind of thing. So they always pull those passages out. So here he says, it is written, after this, I will return and rebuild David's fallen tent, its ruins I will rebuild, and I will restore it, that the rest of mankind may seek the Lord, even all the Gentiles who bear my name, says the Lord, who does these things, these things, things known from long ago. So he's kind of proving to them, see the Gentiles, but still they're not fully satisfied. Okay. Let's kind of give them a little bit of what they want. So they said, okay, well they have to at least follow some laws. So they will abstain from food polluted by idols, from sexual immorality, from the, from the meat of strangled animals and from the blood. So it's like, some of the things of the Mosaic law that were more easy to follow as opposed to being circumcised so the apostles and the elders wrote uh, with the whole church decided to choose some of their own men to go to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas and they also sent a letter and verse 24 is the letter that they sent to the to the believers in Antioch Syria and Cilicia um, so they were sent off and they read the letter, and the people of Antioch were very comforted. But here's the interesting thing. there was a, So they were going to go off onto their journey. Well, Barnabas wanted to take Mark, and Paul wanted to take Silas. So there was a disagreement. So they decided to go their separate ways because of the disagreement. It doesn't go into depth how much disagreement. Like, was it just, hey, let's go our separate ways, or was it a big argument? Don't really know. But there was definitely a disagreement. Why is that significant? Is because this is the early church. The people. Right? And there was already a disagreement. Because humans are humans. And we all, you know, we don't exactly know the mind of God. We know the heart of God, but we don't know the mind of God. Why things are done the way they are. Or why we should do certain things. Or what exactly we should do. So here they are. Two spiritual leaders having a disagreement so not very different than the way we are today right but it's like keep the main thing the main thing humans will be humans but you'll know by their fruit of course and then keep the main thing the main thing which is salvation of course which is the kingdom um and then as god would say which is the ten commandments right okay here we are moving on to Psalms 104. Ah, Psalms 104. Praise the Lord, my soul. Lord, my God, you are very great. You are clothed with splendor and majesty. The Lord wraps himself in light as with a garment. He stretches out the heavens like a tent and lays the beam of his upper chambers on their waters. He makes the clouds his chariots and rides on the wings of the wind. He makes winds his messengers, flames of fire his servants. He sets the earth on its foundation. It can never be moved. You covered it with watery depths as with garments. The waters stood above the mountains. But at your rebuke, the waters fled. At the sound of your thunder, they took to flight. They flowed over the mountains. They went down into the valley. So he's describing the creation of earth. And then he's going to describe, it's like this poetic song of the creation of earth and humans. Right? Right? So moving down to verse 14, he makes the grass grow for the cattle and so he's providing for the animals of the earth. Now here we go to verse 15, wine that gladdens humans' hearts, oil to make their faces shine and bread that sustains their hearts. So then why is wine and alcohol such a problem for Christians? Well, there are many good things on this earth, good things in in mankind that was created See, wine, that gladdens humans' hearts. But what happens? Humans abuse it and take it to the extreme to where it becomes um, their their problem in their life. So here it's saying wine wasn't bad. But then there's some Christians saying, nope, wine's not bad. And then they can just go ahead and get drunk. And then there's others who say, no, wine is terrible because you don't want to be a drunkard. Exactly. You don't want to be a drunkard. But it says here, wine gladdens a person's heart. Just don't abuse it. Doesn't say don't abuse it, but we know that because you don't want to be a drunkard, right? So then he continues to describe um, just the creation, in such a beautiful, descriptive, poetic way. Verse 29. When you hide your face, they are terrified. When you take away their breath, they die and return to the dust. When they, when you send your spirit, they are created. And when you renew the face of the ground. So he's describing mankind. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. He who looks at the earth and it trembles, who touches the mountains and they smoke. I will sing to the Lord all my life. I will sing praise to my God as long as I live. Okay, verse 34. May my meditation be pleasing to him as I rejoice in the Lord. But may sinners vanish from the earth and the wicked be no more. Praise the Lord, my soul. Praise the Lord. The reason I point I point out verse 34, and I often point out certain specific things out of the Bible, like meditation, like wine. Now, I'm not a wine drinker. Simply, I don't like the taste. I don't like the way it makes me feel woo-woo in the head. It, it just I'd rather just take a nap after a glass of wine. So I, I just don't drink wine. Um, if I found a, ra- a wine that I liked and it didn't make me woo in the head, maybe. But I just don't. However, I point it out because it's right here in verse 15 that wide gladdens a person's heart. Just don't get drunk on it. In other words, don't abuse it. Just like everything else good that God has given, don't abuse it. Don't be gluttonous. Don't make it your idol. Um, that kind of thing. But then I also point down at verse 34. May my meditation be pleasing to him as I rejoice in the Lord. I point that out. Because how interesting my podcast got caught off at that moment. So there might be a little bit of a, a break here, but let's see, go back to that thought, that thought that the reason I point out meditation is because sometimes some Christians think that meditation is bad, um, but it says right here, meditate shin by pleasing to him may my meditation be pleasing to him may my meditation be pleasing to him as i rejoice in the lord you know meditation allows you to block out distractions and to just be present with god and not be in a state of prayer where you're asking god give me this god give me that help this help that but you're just being in the presence of god so let's say you just kind of stare up to the sky and you just quiet the mind, you're just thinking about the Lord, that's meditation. Maybe you're walking, and you're noticing the nature, and you're just thanking God for all the nature, that's a form of meditation. So maybe you're sitting still on a sofa, closing your eyes, listening to some soft music, thinking about a scripture, that's meditation. Thinking on the goodness of God is meditation. So we can't have the world take away, or even... Make Christians think that it's bad because this is one of the most beautiful parts of being able to block out all the distractions in your mind and just focus on the goodness of God. That's meditation, and that's where God gets rejoiced because it's out of the thinking part of your brain and it's part of the being part of your brain. So, I hope you're okay with that part of it and you kind of understand what I'm saying because. Christians, we are supposed to be the happiest, most peaceful, the most gracious, the most generous. It's the nature of Jesus, right? What gets in our way? Why aren't Christians the happiest, the most free, the most generous, the most loving, the most, all these things. Why? Why is that the case? Why do they get sick? Why? Because we are still carrying guilt and shame. And that's what Paul was trying to say is don't put guilt on these new, um, Christians or these new converts, these Gentiles who became Christians. Don't put guilt on them. It's the guilt. It's the shame. It's the fear that I'm doing something wrong. It's all those are not of God at all. And when you go into a meditation, it allows you to just be with God and there's no fear, there's no guilt, there's no shame. There's no trying. There's no pride. There's no comparison. It's just being in the presence of God. That's the purpose of meditation. So that was my little song and dance about that. Let's go on to Joshua 15, 16. And the reason I can just expand on that, because I tell you what, Joshua 15, 16 is just, of course I read it line by line, but when you read it, you're like, okay why am, why is that why am i reading this it's like a written record of who got what what land why is that important that just goes to prove that god fulfills his promises he promised the land and that's exactly what he did and this is a record of the fulfilled promise of god and who gets what right so that's all of 15 and all of 16. So you can read it, go into great depth, but um, yeah. Okay. That was Joshua fifteen sixteen, Psalms 104 and Acts 15. There was one other thing I wanted to say. Gosh, something popped in my head. A, uh, what was it? I don't know. If it comes back to me, I'll share it with you on another day. Um, but there you go. Enjoy your reading guys. Have a beautiful day.